Facts. And I watched him grow up. Facts. When he first got in the streets, he came to me. He hustled, he sold drugs for me. That's what I like about skinny oh, me. That's what I like about skinny me music, man. Ooh. It's just raw. Yeah, and it's like reality rap. The mafia. Skinny me go through a situation, and guess what? It's gonna be in the song. He's gonna make a song about the same day. Nigga. So I know that's why I feel so much. I know reckless, it. A reckless ass. When he said I killed the nigga and I did that, I seen him do it. <laughs> we still got one more, man. For my second weekend. You dig? Chad, the chad. Ready? You have the cameras rolling? <laughs> 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 nigga, crash out. I crashed out over this shit, nigga. You don't play with me like that, nigga. The first guy in the streets, he came to me. He hustled so drugs for me. For me? Where my drunk ass? Where my drunk ass? Suburban wine mommies at. Suburban wine moms. You dig? Suburban wine moms. Capsule Chapel is a podcast about awareness and self-development. Do not listen if you are weak-minded and easily offended. This podcast is from a red pill perspective. We go hard on 304s so you can understand their nature. Again, listen at your own discretion. Thank you and enjoy. Poor kids are just as bright and just as tall as white kids. 
Ayo, <clears throat> Jersey Judah, I would say this is a late night episode, but it ain't, it's actually a 919, but I just got done doing an episode that I did uh, about the TFL, Ben Shapiro, going through um, rap lyrics from, pa- he's reading Pound Town rap lyrics, <coughs> DJ Academics briefly goes over uh, a new show with Adam 22, where Adam 22 and his wife are looking for a man to have a threesome with. That's the show. You don't get any zestier than that. Um, But as I always say, my name's Jersey Judah, and I'm back. All right. Another episode. That's right. That's right. Another episode, another edition of the Crimson Capsule Chapel. And as you know, maybe you don't. This is my second weekend. I took off Tuesday and Wednesday. I decided, hey, I'm going to dedicate this time off to the podcast. And really just take time to be lazy because throughout the day when I'm not being lazy, I'm working. So to get two days off was cool. I mean, yesterday alone, we did eight hours or at least seven, I think seven hours, estimated seven hours of content. Today, we did something like what? Two hours, two, three, three, forty. This will be about four hours. We did like six. We did like fucking 10 hours, 11 hours total. These two days. And it ain't over. We about to crash out once again. Damn. I crash out over this shit, nigga. You don't play with me like that, nigga. Excuse me. Yeah. The Crash Out Coliseum continues. What do I want to talk about? I don't know. I figure I'll do at least one. I'll do one episode that is just completely unnecessary and out of pocket. This is the one. All right. Let's look up. Oh, I know what I'm going to look up. This is something I wanted to look up a while back. But I never had a chance. Um... Hold up. Let's see. Let's see. <laughs> Let's see. Let's see what happens. What do we got here? Um, what do we got? What do we have? Doesn't look like much. Um, reacting to woke TikTok meltdowns. Um, no, I don't think I want to do that. Um, ASU punishes the racist. All right, I don't even want to go through that. Best woke meltdown of 2022. Woke SJW cringe compilations. Uh, you're close. You're close. It's getting close. 
Um, what else do we have here? Women are having a meltdown. Sigma traits. <laughs> I got to go through the video just because of the title, just because of the YouTube channel. Sigma traits. Uh, modern women upset men no longer attend singles event. Never mind. We went through that before. It's funny because it was a different content creator, but it seems all of these people are talking about the same shit. Oh, how about this, man? From two hours ago to Do Better Podcast, I actually talked about them last night, I believe. Corey Holcomb roast Leslie Jones for bashing Passport Bros. All right, let's get it. Oh, there's no ad? Okay. Shout out to the brother with no ads. All right. right there, to say the least. Yeah, that whole man. situation. Mm, I don't know One of our comedy sisters was on The Breakfast Club. Oh. Her name Leslie Jones. Oh, man. I still listen to her book. I'm sorry, Leslie. I have it, though. Leslie was on The <laughs> Breakfast Club venting out frustration. Leslie said... These niggas out here can't. <laughs> Yo, push it too hard. Oh, I gotta see this video. Now listen, let's let's pen this video because I'm with the fuckery today. I'm with the fuck shit tonight. Fuck it. Let's pen this so we're gonna hit the like on the video because I already know it's gonna be off the hook. We'll go back to that video in a little bit. We'll put in Leslie Jones Breakfast Club. I'm with the shits, my nigga. I'm with the games. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I hate myself. All right, so we're going through a Passport OG video. Of course, if somebody's going after the, pap the Passport Bros, uh-uh. The Passport OG is going to have to respond. Leslie Jones and the Breakfast Club. Proof positive. Proof positive of why Passport Bros will only grow, I guess. Um, this is from four days ago. Passport OG. This is going to have an ad. Of course. This is going to have an ad. If this has like... Two ads, I'm not listening to this. I'm really not. Like, I get it. Like, yo, you need ads. People need ads to play their shit. I get it. And shout out to SYSBM. Let's get it. I really believe Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Take care of your I really believe that's a lot of problems with these, with these, um, podcast dudes and these passport bros. Y'all don't know how to. Yo, she, nah, I'm gunning this bitch. Sorry, but your black, ugly, orangutan ass, get over here. I'm about to destroy this menstrual show looking bitch. This auntia mama, mammy face looking bitch. This old fucking, this old slave ship mammy ass looking bitch. You ugly as fuck. Leslie, ugly as fuck. All right, it's time to cook. This ain't this. I'm not playing games, man. Fuck it. I'll crash out over this shit, nigga. You don't yeah. play with me like that, nigga. 
Don't play with the podcasters. Talk about the passport bros. Why the podcasters got to put get put into it? I'm not a passport bro. If they want to go out there and find women elsewhere, that's I'm ha- I'm literally I'm, why would I be mad about them? Only guys that are mad about men leaving the country are homosexuals because they're the only ones that's worrying about the man. That's the only. And look, Charleston White, he said the same shit about passport bros. This nigga's weird. But at the same time, when you got a woman that's unattractive, like Leslie Jones, talking about men have bad dick game, you have bad look game. You're not getting a stiff dick. I know a bitch like you ain't getting a stiff dick. What? This bitch? This nigga gotta be a nigga, a real, like, uh, yo, straight up, like, a nigga gotta be high off of crystal, coke, he got a speedball with Adderall, everything. (laughs) To keep dick for this bitch. Outrageous. A a woman correctly. Jesus. From the perspective of my interests and preferences, the quality of the women in Japan was sig. And by the way, shout out to Psych Hacks. We went over a few of his videos in the past. Psych Hacks, that's the person you hear and talking. This is not Passport OG yet. I'm sure he's coming. Significantly superior to the quality of the women in the Bay Area. Like, not by a little, by orders of magnitude. I feel like I want to talk to men too. And like, I'm going to give y'all so much permission to learn and and advance to where Mm -hmm. we are as women. Like we doing the work. A man will never learn from a woman like you. In fact, if you, you, if, if you were the only person that could help a man, a man would just be alone. I'm sorry. You're a stereotypical, loud, problematic black woman. Nobody want to deal with your funky ass. That's why you got an attitude towards men. Because if you was just really worrying about getting a bag, you wouldn't really give a fuck about passport bros. Think about it. This is a hoe with a with a whole career. And she worried about passport bros. Let me say that again. This woman is a so-called celebrity. She is the type of person that many of the sheeple out there will blindly idolize, idolatry, idol worship. Complaining about guys who aren't celebrities, guys who are just hardworking men who save up enough money to get the fuck out of the country and find things elsewhere. This is how you know bitches don't got a life work. Men are not doing the work. And I'm going to say it. Men's not, not doing the work. Doing the work. And let me just say this too. So logically, once again, this is the same argument that I talk about every time these passport detect, these passport, def- uh, 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 what's the word I'm looking for? Um, these passport detractors, right? Every time these women talk, they'll say that these men with passports, these men are leaving the country. They're weak. They're bums. They're not working hard enough. It ain't a bus ticket to get out of the country, dear. Call some bread. These niggas got enough money to get the fuck out of the country. So first of all, slow your roll. 
Second of all, ho, I don't give a fuck how hard you work. You still an ugly bitch. And most niggas going to keep it funky with you. They're going to say the same goddamn thing. Bitch, get the fuck out of here. You're not a man. See, a man can do that. A man can be ugly as fuck. But if he works hard and has some money and has something to build off of it. Oh, he tricking off a bitch. Respectfully. He's going to trick off a hoe. A bitch who's ugly as fuck and making a lot of money and working hard, that ain't doing nothing for a man. Ain't like you're going to benefit with the man with the money you make. With yours is yours and with mine's becomes yours. That's how it works. That's why men aren't participating this whole process of dealing with y'all dumbass delusional bitches, man. Real shit. Y'all don't know about it's one of your favorite things. It's one of your favorite things. And oddly enough, the woman, like I said, she's a stereotype. And she's so cliche without realizing it. Of course, a black woman's going to say you don't got good dick game. Of course, a black woman's going to tell you that you got a small dick. Of course, a black man will, a, a black woman will tell you that you're gay. This is all the same. We heard it all before, sweetie. The same song and dance on repeat. And nobody dancing. Ain't nobody feeling it. We can't get jiggy with you. You ugly as fuck. I'm going to say it again. And I don't give a shit. Because bitches, whatever bitches think of me, I don't give a shit. Respectfully, I don't give a fuck about these hoes. Respectfully. I'm saying that. I'm saying that to say that. I ain't shit, but I ain't talking this crazy. About women. Y'all bitches don't have any game in getting laid because all y'all do is open your legs to get to get dick. So it's easy for the spectator to talk about the athletes not doing not doing a good enough job. We on the field, stupid. You're on the stands watching us. Get a job, you bum. Get the fuck out of here. But yeah, all these men got terrible dick game, so they leave the country to find other women. So once again, this goes back to the logic that I mentioned earlier. Wouldn't you be happy that the men with the terrible dick game that you're talking about leave the country? Does that? Of course, this bitch ain't logical. This bitch is dumb as fuck. And she's ugly as shit, dude. Seriously. You ugly. Don't, I don't understand how you don't know shit about or if your dick is working properly. What should we know though? Go to, first of all, go to the doctor, put your dick in a doctor's hand and cough to the left. Find out what's wrong with your dick first. There's a lot of, no, I'm. First of all, you're not funny. This bitch is never funny, by the way. She's a coon. She bugs her eyes out. Look, and I don't give a fuck how niggas feel about me. Cause I, I'm gonna tell you this right now. I'm not playing by no goddamn rules. Fuck all these niggas, too. And, and I'm doing this shit on my own, solo. But don't think I can't make a call. That's all I'm going to say. I do this shit solo, but don't think I cannot make a call. Nigga, I got, uh, I'm calling up uh, UAVs, nigga. Fuck you talking about. Call of Duty shit, nigga. UAV, nigga. Fuck out of here. Supply drops. Right, <laughs> niggas get supply. Niggas get supply drops in the hood. Like, yeah, let me call in a supply drop. 
Fuck out of here, nigga. Bitch ain't shit. And y'all niggas go out here saying, she right, though. She right, though. She right, though. Use a weak ass pussy nigga. You dig? Use a weak ass pussy nigga raised by your hood rat ratchet ass single mother. I crash out over this shit, nigga. You don't play with me like that, nigga. Facts. Ain't a man fucking stamping this shit. There's no, let me, let me correct myself. I want to be specific for all you multi-gender people. There is no biological man, heterosexual biological man that is putting up with anything that this bitch is saying. You know it and I know it. And once I'm done roasting this bitch, I'm not even going to play all this. I just wanted to play a snippet just so I know what was said so I can go off of it when Corey Holcomb decides to roast the bitch. We going back to that video after too, by the way. We crashing out. Being very yeah, honest, I've been hooking up and dudes are not working properly. Y'all then ate all that McDonald's and I- Oh. So she's personally shaming the men that she was with. Could the problem be you, sweetie? Cause you're not, you're not the creme de la creme. You're just not. Stop put these bitches like, and we let these hoes get all this money. Not that bitches shouldn't make their own money. God bless you. Make your own money. But I'm not putting you on a pedestal for that hoe. Bitch, I work too. Fuck out of my face. Get that money. But see, the difference between me and a hoe is I'll get money. I'll vent about my job and shit like that on the podcast. So when I deal with people in real life, I don't, you know. But if a job if a job conversation comes up, then I'll tell them. And they find this shit funny anyway. The friends that I do talk about it to are like the two women, maybe three women that I'll say certain shit to. I'll have conversation with. But I never. And I've always been a person now to build barriers. Like, yeah, there's certain things we're not going to talk about. Even with women, like there's certain things we're just not going to talk about. Um, I don't give a fuck about whatever guy you're with. I don't give a fuck about your relationship problems. I don't give a fuck about your ex-husband. I don't give a fuck about your dog dying. I'm going to keep it thorough. I'm I'm that cold-blooded. Like, Because women always talk about they want a man straightforward. Until they meet a man who's straightforward. Like, yo, I'm not trying to hear any of that. You know, bitches that want to talk... And I've gotten good at it to where I'm like, okay, yeah, talk, sure. Because that's all she's going to do is run her fucking mouth. She ain't going to want me to say nothing. She just wants a nigga breathing next to her, listening. That's all bitches want. That's That should tell you right there. Then when you start talking, oh, well, we can talk about something else. Bitch, shut the fuck up. Let me finish what the fuck I got to say, ho. You told me about your boring-ass fucking retarded day. See, I don't, I don't miss relationships much. For a lot of you people that may not know. I don't, I don't miss relationships. You got these other pussy ass niggas. They crying. Oh, I haven't got bitches. And, you know, women don't give me a chance. And, you know, I'm the nice guy. That shit don't matter, nigga. Man up, pussy ass nigga. You fucking bum. You bitch. You fucking crumb snatcher. You fucking. Like, these are crumb snatchers, guys. This is embarrassing. And then they'll go after. This bitch is a crumb. Do you understand? She's a crumb. 
The only thing that's beneficial about her is her money. And her money don't get my dick hard. Her money don't get the men that was fucking her dicks hard. And her looks ain't getting those niggas dicks hard either. Allegedly. All right. You ain't drinking water. You're not taking care of yourself. And that's your. That's like one of your prize. So hold up. Let me look at Leslie Jones. Because I'm really like out of pocket today. I'm really willing to crash out. My nigga, I'm thugging tonight. I'm usually not thugging like this, but I'm thugging tonight. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> all types of thuggery going on, all right? Is today? Oh, you lucky today's not Thursday. I'm going to do Thursday night thuggery. I'm just going to just, I'm just going to spurg out for like an hour. I may not even play nothing. I'll just burk out about women because the shit bothers me, man. And look, I get it. Women, y'all, y'all get an opportunity to talk shit about men. My shit cut off, but it's all good. I'm back. It ain't nothing. Yeah, this bitch ain't in shape. I'm just going to tell you that she's not really in shape. She's not really attractive. Um... Yeah, she's just not, she's not what she thinks she is. You know what I mean? To be talking, like to really be talking the way that she's talking. And this is the problem most women have, and even black women. They talk as if they really, that bitch, she's talking like, guys, She's not even a four out of out of ten. She's like a two or a three. And that's if you're drunk. And I tell niggas like this. Any nigga that hit that bitch, you gotta be smoking. You gotta be smoking coke. You gotta be sucking that glass dick. Okay? Fuck out of here. I'm choosing Pornhub over this bitch until eternity, dog. Are you crazy? Like, give me a fucking break. But nah, we we done with that. Because I don't even want to hear the bitch talk anymore. Ho ugly as hell, man. The bitch look tired. She tired. She tired. You know what I mean? She tired. We, we, we'll let her slide. She tired. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, blood. Um... <clears throat> Going back to the Corey Holcomb um, roasting this bitch, I just wanted to give a... Because I didn't know about this. And this is unplanned. This is the reason why I crash out. Because I don't plan shit. And that's that's when the magic happens. You dig? I'm more of the improv type. I'm not going by notes. What the fuck do I look like? Do I look organized to y'all? Do I sound organized to y'all, nigga? Do I... Because in reality, I kind of am. I am well organized. I try to be. Um, but every time I get a chance to to really cut up, like I'm doing it. And, and we're going to continue. All right. This is going to be bad. <laughs> You're pushing too hard. Oh, I got to see this here. You got to watch. I love that. It's hilarious. You just scraped my whole pelvis reason trying it's to. Leslie oh, is having oh. issues with niggas her right. That's a go on. Now man. come on, sister. You know I gotta get you. Go ahead. I gotta get you with this one. Go ahead. I don't I hope you don't hate me, but I gotta give it to you. Ain't no nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't no 
you right. Can you imagine Leslie spreading the eagle like, come get it. <laughs> oh, no. He's going to be like, damn, I got to go to Buffalo. I see DC College and get my life together. Different, Damn. different folks, Corey. <laughs> no. Nah, sorry, D, because you know, you still fuckable. You know, I talked about that. You know, Darlene's still foldable. So she older, she older. You know, she an older woman. She Mexican, I think. She Mexican. They kinda they kinda close to black. In a sense that there's a lot of women who are Hispanics, Latinas, a lot of those women, they get older and, you know, some of them still stay in wonderful shape. They still look presentable. They still look foldable, fuckable. And then other women are shaped like ketchup bottles. I mean, let's just be honest. (laughs) These bitches are shaped like radiators, my nigga. Get the fuck out of here. You dick. Leslie... It's just not an attractive woman. There's not anything that can really be done with a woman like that for me. And I know I ain't shit, but I I fucked pretty attractive bitches. A couple of baddies. Gotta pat myself on the back. Even though I can't stand those hoes, I wouldn't deal with them today. I fucking regret dealing with them, to be honest with you. But... I ain't out here saying that, oh, man, all these women is this and that. Like, nah, bitches really be hoes, though. I I'm a, I, I ain't going to hold back with that. Bitches really be hoes. This bitch wish she was a hoe. This hoe too ugly to be a hoe. She's like a hoe in training, but she ain't going to make it nowhere. She ain't make the cut. You dig? I'm sorry, man. You want to go out here, take bikini, take bikini pics and all that shit. That's cool. But when it comes to being a sex symbol and guys wanting to be with you, you just don't make the cut. You just don't make the cut. Sayonara. I'll let you get my life together. Different strokes <laughs> for different folks, Corey. <laughs> no, dude. What you say? Different strokes for different folks. Right, different strokes for different folks. Damn, There's somebody one. for everybody. Come so, on. Come yo, on. stop, 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 stop. Blue pill magic. Yo, go ahead. Yo, Corey, crash out, sir. Nigga, crash out. Shout out to Chicago. Nigga, crash out. Because them niggas, <sighs> Chicago, crash out. Come on. Where did that term, did Chica- didn't crash out? Didn't that come from Chicago? Am I saying Chicago, Chirac language? Them niggas crash out. Hey, what do you feel like doing today? You want to play spades? Yeah, I got some cars downstairs. Or I got a rocket launcher. Shout out to Rondo number nine. Free that nigga. Or you got a rocket launcher. Like, that's them. That's them crashing out. Like, warfare. We're throwing grenades on the block. That's them niggas. They crash out for real. Shout out to Corey Holcomb, though. But um, Darlene, you can't see this is the problem with women and their emotional thinking. They even think emotional. You dig like they even think emotional. What she's saying is thoughts build from emotion because she don't want to acknowledge that certain women, certain men aren't going to get the man that they really want. Especially the women where most of the women realistically settle. 
men settle by default. I want y'all to hear that again. Women eventually settle. You'll see some attractive women with like a like a scrub, a bum, but that bum has resources that keeps her around. When the well runs dry, the eyes get watery. Hold up, shit get brutal. Hold up, man. I'm fucking writing down bars, man. Fuck this shit. I'm getting into the studio. I'm doing some gangster shit. When the well runs dry, the eyes get a little watery. Then the regrets come. Then they're in panic mode. Oh, I gotta find a man. The more the 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 what's the word I'm looking for? Her expectations lower because her beauty naturally declines. Then there's the guy. But the guy that gets her is the guy who gets the bare minimum from her. That's just how things work. If a woman was out there being promiscuous for 10 plus years and she decides to quote unquote settle down, the guy that she gets with is the guy that's going to get the very least of all the excitement, all of the good times, her doing the monkey double backflips, the handsprings on the dick, her going to college parties, her experimenting with women and having threesomes with the guys that she was with at that time. The guy that she's going to be with today is the guy that's getting regular standard missionary. Y'all ain't listening, though, man. I'm, I, I've been cooking. I've just been cooking. No, I don't believe so. Pussy growl. Oh, Can you imagine? <laughs> he said the pussy yo. Turn around like, yo, yo, these niggas are brutal, bro. That's why I fuck with these niggas though. But they are brutal. That nigga said the bitch pussy growls. I'm dead. I'm dead. Crash out. Nigga, crash out. That's funny. I crash the hard part of it. Like the, no, the beef part. jerky. You know, this guy probably got a beef jerky. What if it's real fat? <laughs> I know it's wet, too. Ugh. I know it's wet, man. How you know it's wet? Cause that's all she got. Hey, the ugly <laughs> motherfuckers gonna have it. Craig says she gotta have. All right, now they burying her. <laughs> now what started off as a roast. I mean, this is a family reunion. This is a. This isn't just a roast. This is a family reunion cookout. Your aunt's coming with the macaroni and cheese. And you know this bitch put about five or six fucking different cheeses in it. She got high blood pressure, so you know she can cook. She black. Okay, this is <laughs> this is a this is a family reunion. Aunt Joyce, is that you with the cornbread? Yeah, this is a yo. This is bad. She gonna regret this. I know that. Yeah, that's right. She gonna regret this. You dig? She gonna regret this. Yeah. And, and bitches should be put in the same category. 
I'm not telling niggas to beat bitches up or nothing. I am not promoting that. But I'm saying, these bitches get out of pocket. You got to check them somehow. You know, this ain't the 50s. I can't do a spitting crescent kick to the bitch's cranium. You know what I'm saying? Can't hospitalize the bitch. You feel me? I ain't Ike Turner, you dig? I ain't doing that. But you got to, you know... Gotta show some prowess over these hoes. Like, I don't give a fuck how much ho- money you make, ho. You still a bitch to me. That's how you gotta tell them it. Hey, look, man. Life's not a popularity contest. I started podcasting knowing that the things that I truly want to talk about will be things that is taboo for most people. Which is gonna be probably the reason why people listen to it more. Because they realize other people ain't going to really talk about this shit the way I'm talking about it. Because like I said, niggas ain't cutting a check over here. So I'm not going by no fucking rules and guidelines. Y'all want to cut a check? Because these other niggas, they cutting checks and their shit is lame. I'm not mentioning names. I'm not throwing salt on anybody's game personally. But a lot of these niggas that's cashing checks, that's getting a bag from these companies... Their content is garbage. Their content is fucking garbage. All right. That's a fact. And they playing by the rules. Like, I'm not doing none of that shit. Nigga acting like a faggot, man. And nigga acting like a faggot, bro. Yo, straight up. <laughs> Yo, for real, man. That's just a fact. I'm a, I'm not playing by these fucking rules, man. You know what I mean? I'm not doing it. Basura. Of something, right? Oh my God! Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Why they, they always got babies? They be like, you gonna eat Yo. me from the back? <laughs> Hell no, <laughs> bitch! We can- Yo, 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 chill. Yo, these niggas is burnt, man. Why these niggas gotta be out of pocket like this, though? <laughs> Yo, Corey's out of pocket, bro. And because of that, his shit is the most entertaining. Like, yo, he's a shock jock. I said this in the last episode. Now, the funny thing about Corey Holcomb is the narrative of Corey Holcomb is he's not trying to be a shock jock. But realistically, he. It's not that he's even trying either. He he automatically is. He's a comedian. So a comedian who talks the way that he talks, which is just straight up, fuck it, I got some shit I got to say, people are going to receive it as shock value. Whether he wants to do it or not, I'm not saying he shouldn't do it because niggas is fucking with his, with his, with his shit. But it's like, it's kind of like, it's kind of like if if I'm a gangster rapper and my claim to fame is to talk about how other niggas aren't gangster like how I'm gangster, that's technically shock value, whether I like it or not, because a nigga's going to test my gangster if I'm telling the nigga I'm more gangster than you. You see that? But with Corey, it's like, yeah, you know, I'm not a, sh- I don't, I, I don't try to be like a shock jock, but then he says some shock jock type of shit. 
know what I'm saying? Like, but yeah, he's he's brutalizing this bitch, man. This is bad. It's getting brutal. Give me this over with, and you gonna give me what you said yeah, you was gonna give me. That's real shit. I bet you her pussy can spit. <laughs> what? <laughs> what the fuck? Yo, this nigga's getting canceled. <laughs> this nigga's getting canceled, dog. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? Dog. Yo. Y'all gotta bring that back. Yo, what the fuck, bro? What the fuck? Oh, bitch, we can uh, get this over with. And you gonna give me what you said yeah, you was bro. gonna give me. That's real shit. I bet you her pussy can spit. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, yo, I'm mad. Wait, hold up. Nah, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Briefly, briefly. Hold up. Be right back. Be right back. Briefly. <laughs> hey, yo, I'm sorry. I had to do something real quick. I had to, I had to do something. I think you guys would appreciate it. And shout out to Corey Hogan, man. Shout out to the 5150, uh, you know, podcast, thanks, show, but I, I I had to grab this clip, man. I had to grab it. Hold up. I bet your pussy can spit. <laughs> Hold up. I bet your pussy can spit. Yo. All right, that's good. Let's continue. <laughs> Yo. Uh, Yo, exactly. Self-preservation. She, she be absorbing niggas. She sunflower seeds. Pussy. Pussy. He said a pussy. Yo, did this nigga said the bitch's pussy chews sunflower seeds? Like this is just outright bad. Now this is terrible, yo. <laughs> this is she terrible. Put a tongue in your mouth. You gonna go? Hey, enough now. Let's just get it over with. But I fucked her. I smashed Leslie. What's that? What's that? Yeah, I you smashed? See, we got. You it. think you can? She said, "Can't nobody do it right. right." You gotta do it right. What's up? Can you do it right? She said she had a room at the hotel right next to the Eiffel Tower, and she had to put this nigga out. Ooh, that's right. Now, dude, you, you know Big Lay is. She's six feet. Right, right. She be right. musty. She's I'm just six keeping it a buck. All good. That's, I'm that's just keeping natural. it a buck. <laughs> he said she be musty. <laughs> <laughs> and I did Google Leslie Jones because I just did my own video on her yesterday. And she is, in fact, 56 years old. She's a six-foot woman. Not a 56 years old? Ma'am. You're fucking senior citizens. You're fucking niggas with erectile dysfunction. What are you talking about? Yo, see? Delusional. 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 <laughs> Delusional. What other way could you describe this woman besides delusional? Yo, that's crazy. Try to say the least. Your age, your height as a woman, your sexual appeal, all three of those things are not in your favor. Yeah, yeah. I, so you gotta f in the wintertime. Yeah. You gotta yeah. fuck Man, in I know the hot sweaty time. nights in that month. Can I have my rock water with me? I'm gonna be home my <laughs> No, that's all gonna this be. This bitch trying to bite me. <laughs> <laughs> when your dog do this, hold it, hold it. That means get off that bitch, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm supposed to smell like earring bags. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> she probably got some fire, man. Just imagine her in the, in the 
in the hair salon talking to her girls. He just climbed on top of me and doing things. They just hating Leslie. She probably be palming a basketball while niggas fucking. More successful now. What'd you say, D? What'd you say? D trying to get on her side. No, I like Leslie. I hope I Leslie don't be bad at me, but when she said that, I just can't be mad. Look, Palm of the Leslie, Paul. You need to, you need to uh, have horse dick auditions. Ain't no nigga <laughs> with a regular dick trying to in that pussy. Horse dick auditions. Horse, this nigga said, hold up. This woman's gonna, I'm bringing that back. I'm bringing that back. I'm black. I'm bringing that back. Horse dick auditions? <sighs> Incredible. Dick, um, 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 audition. Hold up, hold up. I gotta bring uh, that back. Hold ain't up. No nigga with a regular dick gonna try to last in that pussy. What's a regular dick? <laughs> Side. Yeah. I hope don't be bad at me, but she when she she saying that, I just can't even say it. Look, Look, that's a regular dick. The average size penis, they say, is like four and a half, five and a half. I think four and a half inches. I think that's what they said. <sighs> Can't be me. Um, yeah. But that's 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 a regular dick, right? What's dick? <laughs> you mean, you talking about size now? Yeah, size. Oh. Let I'm you. saying maybe if she get rotted out, but maybe you could fuck a horse. <laughs> Yo. I'm sure a horse, if, if you put some hair on Leslie back. Oh, yeah. Yo, get her over, that horse will be like, oh. Yeah. But if she turn around, that horse going to be like, <laughs> hoof that bitch. Yo. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> I don't know how many core reactions. I don't think I've ever laughed this much in such a short clip. <laughs> that just look like Robert Glasper. You know who that is? No. First uh, picture of Robert Glasper. Yo, stop. Oh, man. Yeah, she, like she smell like she a boxing glove after twelve rounds. You know she's Yo. right here at Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles on Leslie. That's crazy. She worked here for Leslie years. Leslie getting money now, man. Yeah, Leslie, yeah, she is. Leslie, you should be having enough money to pay people who are suitable studs to fuck you. Stop thinking you gonna find somebody for you. Leslie, you damn, how old is Leslie? I think Leslie is 56 years old. No, no, no. Y'all don't know. Leslie. He looked it up, he verified it. 56 years old. It is a suitable state. Y'all motherfuckers don't know. Everybody thinking I'm the old motherfucker. And like that man just said, Leslie looks like the suitable stud that she wants. Y'all, these motherfuckers been out here with me, these motherfuckers been out here with me. And Cora brings up a good point. Leslie's almost 60 years old. She knows what it is. You would think that she's at a place financially, but she can just pay dudes to take her to Pound Town. I don't think that's outlandish whatsoever. Let's get back to it. Oh she supposed God, to be she, over there in Africa. Hey, she's 56. Yeah, she's supposed to be over there in Africa taking them applications. I swear I thought she was much no younger. No kids. I thought she was younger than We all know she was. She had a girlfriend. Oh, did she? Oh, she's from What's she gay not long ago? 
There it is. Why is it that the women, why don't you just be a dyke? I hate to say it like that, but like if you're a woman, right? And if you dealt with a woman or if you dealt with women before, I don't think you should be able to talk shit about men. You're already half a dyke. Just go all the way. Because a nigga like me don't give a fuck about it. Oh, well, I'm by. Oh, I ain't dealing with you then, ho. Fuck that. Nope. I'm good. But it always be these these clam clashers. Let's call these lesbians clam clashers. Lesbia. Lesbia. Lesbian. Lesbia. Call them clam clashing. They, they clam clash, right? But then they talk so much shit about men. Bitch, go back to clam clashing, ho. What the fuck are you doing? We don't care. Beat it. So what, what's, what's the conversation then? I'm saying, we ain't mad at you, Leslie, but God damn, sister, I don't know what to tell you about that monkey getting beat up right. <laughs> you should buy one of them machines. Yeah. You, have you seen them machines that just did? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Power drill. Power drill. Yo, that's it. I'm done. I'm done. That's it. Did this nigga say power drill dick? Yeah, I'm done, bro. The Do Better Podcast, salute. Corey Holcomb, 5150 Podcast, salute. That's enough's enough. Oh, yeah, Passport OG, salute. You know, this is just a crash out. You know, this is a, just a regular crash out type of event. Nothing major. I got cut off on the 25-minute uh, mark in the last video. We close to 25 minutes with this one. Um... Tomorrow, we just going back to regular episodes. I just wanted to crash out because I came up with the concept of the crash out Coliseum. The shit's funny to me and it's going to be something I do a lot more. So look out for that. Um, I'm going to go back to the regular scheduled programming tomorrow. I purposely, if you paid attention, I purposely really didn't talk about politics or I didn't go over any Benny Johnson videos, any Doc Rich videos. He black. And any other uh, political videos, because I kind of wanted to, you know, wanted to, like, take a break from it, see what pops up in the next two, three days. And it's been three days tomorrow since I talked about anything political, I believe. I think the last political video that I did, if I'm not mistaken, was the Carrie Lake uh, calling out the journalist um, video from Liberal Hive Mind. I just wanted to crash out on some, you know, miscellaneous shit. I hope y'all enjoy it. You know what I mean? Depending on depending on how many plays or how many times, you know, people check out the episode, I'll talk about it more. Just like with um just like with the uh the woman Amala, y'all y'all really showed out for those episodes. And I'll talk more about her and go through more of her videos in the future. So I'm paying attention to the analytics. You dig? That's what you got to do. You got to pay attention to the analytics. Speaking of that, let's go over a few. I'm going to wrap this up soon for several reasons. One, it's 10.08.2. Oh, shit. Okay. We just hit. I'm glad I just opened this up, by the way. We just hit uh, 6,000. We just hit 6,000. All right. Um, 
like 6,000 plays. I think that's in like a year span. So realistically, yeah, 6,000. Yeah. 6,000 plays. On average, uh, 70. On average, 70 audience size of episode on average. Um, we got a new follower. Shout out to those to the new follower on Spotify, whoever you are. Um, you know, with the episode, I don't charge y'all niggas shit, you know, but share it, you know, get it out there, you know, get the, get the buzz coming, you know, get the people coming. I just realized I got to create, I may do that like this weekend. I got to create a new logo for the Crimson Capsule Chapel. I'm just thinking of some ideas with design a logo this weekend. Um, yeah, 42 followers, 6,000. It was like 800, what's this, 863 within, what's this, 1, 2, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 4 and a half months, I think, 862 um, plays in, in that time. I always go over the top 10 episodes. Just in case. For like whatever reason, if an episode like if an episode that I do more recently gets into the top ten, then I can kind of like you know pinpoint what people listen to the most and if I can incorporate it more. Like for example, um, the Ice Cube and Tucker Carlson interview <clears throat> is at the highest like top ten. So that's number 10. The highest played uh, episode is Ice Cube and Tucker Carlson. Um, Andrew Tate and Pearly Things reaction from, I want to say, was that last? Let me see something. Oh, I can't go to the separate episode. I'm trying to figure out, was that last Christmas or the Christmas before that? Um, Then we got Manosphere Monday with Undead Chronic. That's... That's number 10, 9. That's number 8. Black Pill Reality, online dating from Wheat Waffles. That's 68. I haven't listened to Wheat Waffles in quite some time. Um, number 7, Tommy Sotomayor versus Jason Whitlock. With, and that's... Uh, damn. Then, then I guess this is part 2 of Andrew Tate and Pearly Things interview. Because I did like 3 parts of that. And for some reason, the first part was the the one that did it, I guess. More people viewed that than any other video or any other episode that I made. Uh, You got pair bonding, self-worth, and the red pill. Um, Gen Z hates America. Uh, The Sigma male mindset. And just to prove to y'all, I've been talking about this shit. That's like a two-year-old episode. And then you got Tough Love Tuesday with Melanie King. I'm surprised that's still there. Um, so analytics, let's check out the audience with audience. We got 65%, um, from United States, 9% from Canada. Shout out to the niggas from Canada. Six, 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 six. Shout out to niggas from Canada. Uh, Belgium. Oh, by the way, Canada is 9%. <clears throat> Belgium. Can you believe that? Belgium, 
is 7%. Shout out to Belgium. You know, only I, I can't even I don't even know what the I don't even know what to say about that. Like, that's just weird. Salute to them. But I've never even I don't think I've ever seen a Belgian person in my life. But salute to them. We got the Philippines with 4% and the UK with 2%. All right. You dig? Um, Spotify right now is dominating with the audience. Uh, 60% of y'all are listening to this on Spotify. 27% of y'all are listening to this on a web browser. Spotify for, for podcasters, which I'm recording this off of, 7%. Google Podcasts, 5%. And other, 1%. I don't know what other would be considered. We also have the demographics broken down with age. I find it interesting that my peers are of the highest percentage of those listening. 18 to 20%, only 3% of y'all. Uh, 23 to 27, well, 18 to 22 years old, only 3%. 23 to 27 years old, 12%. 28 to 34 years old, 15%. And at the highest, 35 to 44 years old, 42%. Now, keep in mind, this is on Spotify only. Uh, 45 to 59% is actually the second highest, which is weird. 26%. And um, the 60 and up crowd, 2%. Interesting. Um, We got the gender breakdown audience. 79% men are listening. The non-specified, whatever the fuck that means. The miscellaneous, I guess, 12%. The females, 9%, non-binary, 1%. And we'd rather get non-binary to zero because I don't I don't understand you people. So anyway, that's it. That's what we got. Previous episodes, man, I'm breaking this shit down like a science, you dig? Um yesterday we did Crash Out Coliseum with Alex Jones and WAC 100. We also did the lunacy of the left which is pretty much uh, lefties losing it. Then we got Charleston White, quote-unquote, Sigma Mel. Then we got the late-night crash out that I did late last night, which was fun. Then we got the crash out Coliseum continues, and that's with uh, Sharp and some other niggas. That's what I did this... Yo, this is what I did the past two days, bro. Matter of fact, what's today? Yeah, today's the 15th. So yesterday was the 14th. So that's one, three, five, seven, nine. That's nine hours. And this itself will be 10 hours. Look, man, we, we, we putting in work. We putting in work, man. We, we are putting in work. And believe it or not, Which I'm sure most of y'all would believe. I enjoy doing this shit. This is fun to me. Um, when I have friends, in a sense that, and what I mean by when I have friends, I'm not saying I don't have friends. I mean, I simply tell people define friend. What is a friend to you? Because I have people I hang out with, but can I say I truly trust those people like that? Not really. 
Um, but when I had friends who were kind of like similar to me, it was easy to sort of have these conversations, right? And not really have to worry about, okay, this person's going to get offended. I don't want to offend this person. Or it's like today you have a conversation about race. I find it, I do find it unfair. And I'm only saying this as a black person from the outside looking in. I do find it unfair that... In, in a sense that where black people thrive off of racism and off of the ability to say something is racist when it isn't racist and then a white person who's only talking about the things that he knows the things that he researches he can't blame black people for being racist because there's the myth of, well, black people can't be racist. And it's like, man, y'all must have never knew my grandfather, man. Shit. He dead. Rest in peace. Rest in peace, Jim Johnson. He dead. But y'all doesn't y'all must have never met my grandpa. My grandpa's out of pocket. That nigga was racist. He wasn't like he, he it wasn't like he hated. See, there's a racism, and I really believe that there's a racism to where you don't even really hate the person. You just have you kind of have this misunderstanding that would perceive you to be extremely prejudiced, if not racist. But a, a white person can't say, a white person can't go, what this person did was racist. This black person's a racist. Because it's similar to like, if a white person's called a racist, it's, it's believed that his career is over. Like, hey, man, you just said something racist? That nigga's career is done. There is no career, right? And I find that to be fucked up. Because in the same way, I find it fucked up that, and I don't go against women who do this, but a lot of women... They can expose, they can get away. I'll say it like that. Because men can do the same thing. It's just they won't get away with it. A man or a woman can expose the behavior of women because she's a woman. Now, she'll get backlash in the sense that bitches will say fucked up shit to her and say shit about her. But she's not going to get canceled. Like, they're not looking to really, like, ruin this bitch's livelihood and she can go out there and say well these women are hoes and this and that and a lot of women gotta do better cause it makes us look bad as, as women who are doing things and which a woman is right to say that especially a woman who's on her square and is really saying the shit she's talking about The issue about that is, and this is the major issue, it gets to a point where you kind of go, well, when's enough enough? Where if I fuck up, like I said before, with a, as a man, if I fuck up 
my shit is in my every day. Everybody sees me when I fuck up as a man. My shit is in 4K. You know what I mean? My my shit, my shit is out there. But when a woman fucks up, there's a lot of people, mostly women, but a lot of guys too, weak-minded men. They'll sit back and go, "Oh well, you know, a woman can make her mistakes. You know, a woman can't do wrong." And if you constantly, and I said this before, if you constantly tell women that they can't do wrong, best and believe they'll never do right. I'm going to say that again. If you constantly tell a woman that she can't do any wrong, right? She's never going to do right. She's not going to do right besides you. She's not going to do right by anybody. She's her own worst enemy as is. When you have women that go out there and say, like, whatever the fuck they want to say. We make sure my shit is plugged in. I got to plug my phone in to my portable charger right here. You dig? Bitches don't have, like, like, in a sense that they can't, their idea of a good man doesn't, it, it's not like, it's not stemming from a father, right? Like, number one, she's not measuring any good morals and characters with her father. So that's that's mistake number one. And for a lot of black men who grew up without fathers, we had to find out what a man was in order to become that. With women, they're modeled by their mothers. But if their mothers are talking shit about the father... Therefore, the bitch is talking shit about men. What the fuck you think? What what value do you think that woman's going to give a man besides a blowjob? Because that's all bitches is really doing. They're going to use their mouth somehow. They run in their mouth. They might as well suck dick with their mouth. And that's what they do. That's what they do. And they doing it to make money. Those same women, and this is the kicker, those those same bitches, right, they'll go, they'll go out of their way to talk shit about you while they live a life of pure hell. They live a life of treachery. Yeah, you can't, as a man, you can't tell a woman... And, and this is a, this is just a golden rule. Like y'all don't gotta listen to this, really. But I'm just gonna give y'all like a golden rule, right? Never tell a woman that she can't do nothing wrong. Sync has connected to your phone. And- I don't even need that shit on anymore because I'm not going through audio. I'm just talking my shit. But never tell a bitch, like never in life. Like don't don't go to a point to where you say. A woman can do no wrong. The woman you're with can do no wrong. Because what happens is you enable a bitch without even knowing it. Now you got your woman out here doing whatever the fuck she wants. You know what I mean? Bitch out here, bitch out here now, she doing, she doing, she doing Jada kiss numbers. Not Jada kiss, she doing Jada, Jada picket numbers. My bad. I'm black. She doing, she doing fucking, you know, she doing Jada numbers. Bitch ain't, bitch ain't really about nothing. But 
you'll get mad at her not realizing you enabled her because she can't do wrong, remember? Bitch going to cheat on you. She going to disrespect you and you going to take her right back because you're weak. You're weak. And once she knows you're weak, it's over. She'll never respect you. See, that's how brutal shit gets. She'll never respect you now. Because realistically, you've already you've already weakened yourself as a man. You dig? You've already lowered yourself for a woman and a woman didn't do the same for you. You lowered yourself for her, so now she's over you. You lower yourself as a man. You lower your standards for a woman. And surprise, surprise, that woman don't respect you. She don't respect you. And worst of all, when you put yourself in that category, you put yourself in that position. You don't respect yourself. And that's something that a woman also notices. So now she sees you as a person she can just run game on. Oh, she's going to treat you like shit. But then the long-term effect, what happens to these women, man? And you got to realize with Leslie Jones, that's a bitch. That's a bitch that was able to make money. And she's still talking shit about men. Telling you right away that money don't mean shit to a woman. It ain't like a man's providing her the money. She got to go out there and work. So all these women that have that mindset, they're going to have that rough exterior. You dig? They're going to have that rough exterior, but it's all an act. Because realistically, when the rubber meets the road and shit, they ain't going to be willing to last without a man. If all else fails, I'm going to say this again. If all else fails, women if, if women lost their jobs and their careers overnight, and they had to somehow become... The feminine women that they talk so badly about, they got to try to be the house. They try to be the house moms. They try to be the wives that these bitches will talk about. They'll talk about in a negative way because in reality, they jealous. They don't have that lifestyle. Um, They simply don't have the ability to be able to get a man to want to deal with her. That's the truth. So like a Leslie Jones, there's a Leslie Jones out there who's 56 years old. But guess what? She don't got that career. She don't got that high paying job. She's not an actor. She's not walking on the runways. She's a regular old woman. And she's still looking for a king. (laughs) She's still looking for a king, man. Goddamn shame. I was going to end this episode early, but there is a couple things that I wanted to talk about. Number one, women should surrender themselves to a man. And I don't want to I don't want this to sound crazy. I'm going to explain myself in a second. <clears throat> 
But women should be the ones that 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 submits themselves to a man. A man shouldn't submit her. A man shouldn't force her to submit. She should want to submit. The problem is the propaganda, the foolishness. These older, bitter bitches are telling these younger women that they don't need a man because these older bitches don't have a man. And unlike the man who a lot of us don't have women beside us, we talk to women, we deal with women, but we're just not interested like that. Women don't understand it because they say, well, look at us. We got ass and titties out. We talking about sucking dick. We got OnlyFans. Like, bitch, I'm not interested in all that. If I want all that, I'll just watch porn. Like, for real. Y'all bitches can't just get away with being sex objects because the problem is when y'all get treated like what you present yourself as, then you play the victim. But I'm telling these men, especially black men, to leave the victimhood behind. Start taking some accountability. Don't act like these whores making these excuses. You dig? Because what happens is you become just like a woman. And guys don't want to be honest with themselves because, you know, it's a macho day. You want to you want to save face in a sense that you want to be presented and looked at as like a gladiator. You know, guys who are true warriors, they'll talk about their war stories. They'll talk about the losses that they've had. They talked about they'll talk about the times that a bitch ran off and did some crazy shit on the guy. They'll talk about those things because that's not that's not a part of who they are today. Well, actually, it is a part of who they are today, but it doesn't define them of who they are. A true winner can talk about his losses because he's learned more from his losses than his wins. I've talked about this before. It's common fucking sense. Of course, common sense isn't so common. So I'm going to light this joint back up for a second. Smoke on this real quick. Oh, yeah. Second week, my second weekend is coming to an end. I'm loving life right now. I'm loving God, right? When I go back into the Terra Dome, when I go back into my job tomorrow, I know I'm going to have a different attitude. Like, oh, man, I can't. I don't want to see these people. I don't mind the job. I just don't. I don't like the people. I told my boss about this. He's like, hey, uh, you know, a lot of people say that you don't talk to them. Yeah, because I'm not required to. I don't like these people. I like the check that you people give me. This is how I talk to these people. I talk shit because I back my shit up. I show up to work early. I do what the fuck I got to do. I leave. People don't have to like how I am personally, but they can't say shit about my work ethic. You see what I mean? So, like, I'm a little upset, but I'm really not. I have no reason to complain. I got paid for today. I didn't work today. I got paid for yesterday. I didn't work yesterday. I'm going back into work for only Thursday and Friday. I don't work Saturdays and Sundays. I have nothing to really complain about. I've enjoyed my time off. I enjoy my time with you people, the people that are listening, whoever the fuck you are. Salute. All right. Uh, a lot of you people are the reason why I'm still doing this shit, right? This is the same song and dance that I had for a lot of the people throughout the country, my nigga. And, and it's almost a flex because, you know, what person can say, like, out of nowhere, I decided to talk about 
uh, relationship issues. I decided to talk about men going their own way. I decided to talk about all these things in live video, showing my face and everything. And the people in my area could give two fucks. People in Tennessee, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go through. I'm gonna go through the states again because I'm thorough. People from Tennessee, Wisconsin, Alberta, Canada, right? People from Arizona, right? People from the Bronx, New York. Shout out the Bronx. We're tuning in. The people around me weren't, and I never really cared about being local anything. I don't like my area. I don't like my town. I don't like the people in it. I stay to myself. But I think podcasting is a good outlet for me to just reach out to people without being reachable. (laughs) Like I want to reach out to people without being reachable. You know? And um, if it wasn't this, I mean, I would just be focusing a lot on music which wouldn't be terrible, but I, I need a break from making music every now and then. Like, even today, like, the, the beat that I played in the beginning, like, I, I made that, like, a couple nights ago. And even in the process of making it, I'm like, all right, let me just finish this up. Because I'm thinking too much. And if I'm thinking too much, like, hey, let me add this, let me add that, it just becomes shitty, you know? But, uh, you know, if it wasn't for podcasts, and I'd just be still making beats nine times out of ten. But uh, I'm glad that I'm podcasting. I'm glad that I got myself back into podcasting. When I started this podcast, it was the Red Pill Party. And then I stopped recording, I think. Hmm. Matter of fact, let me see something. I always wanted to know that. <coughs> always wanted to see something. Um Cause I remember I deleted a few episodes from the beginning because it was just terrible audio. That's before I had the concept of using my car rather than just terrible walls and echoes from my house. And, um, I'm going down the archives right now. Damn. I have a lot of episodes. (coughs) I got a lot of episodes. I ain't going to hold y'all. And I can tell I'm getting even deeper because I back then I didn't put any um, I didn't put any uh, like picture for the episode. So it just all looks generic. I had to learn eventually, which was why, like, my shit was getting like no plays back then. It's crazy. Uh, let's see how far back I can go. So, yeah, uh, 2019, right, was when I jumped back into podcasting. And I started it off with uh, an episode about Trump and, and considered it toxic masculinity. Of course, I was trolling. But other episodes, Safe Zones, The Death of Comedy, uh, Red Pill Rant on MGTOW, Game Over, a Red Pill Revival. And this is back in the Red Pill Party days. TRPP Podcast. Fatherless Generation, uh, TRPP Podcast, Man Hit the Wall, question mark. Red Pill Politics, Election Results. Damn, man, I'm based, dude. Social media's participation and whatever. 
I want to say social media is participation in social engineering, right? No. Social media is participation in social, no, in propaganda, that episode. Um, I'm just reminiscing because I, I, I like doing this every now and then. Kind of reminds me where I, where I came from. You know what I mean? I got to remind myself sometimes, you know. Um, you got civil unrest, uh, the Truman Show comparisons, red pill relationship talk, um, energy is essential to life. The Lonely Road of Evaluation, Solitude, The Realm of Loners, which was one of my most popular episodes. Um, Noah, Noah Cyrus, Blatant Racist Remarks, Solitude, The Realm of Loners, Part 2, Incels, The Sacrificial Lambs, Damn, Man, Based, Toxic Femininity, uh, The Manipulation of Men, Current Events with, politi- with Politics and Race, uh, the Sigma Male Mindset, which was like number, what, eight or number nine top episodes. Being Woke in a Fashion Statement. Um, the Controlled Opposition. Nothing in Life is Free. Even Freedom Comes at a Cost. That right there is a fucking brilliant title of an episode. Anyway, I mean, shit. Simpson Single Mothers. Like, guys, the archives is cracking. I'm not going to lie. Maybe it was just like... It's like a weird nostalgia that I get because just bringing up the titles sort of brings me to that time. It's almost like I talked about before with like making beats. If I made a beat from like 10 years ago and I hear it, I think about 10 years ago and what I was doing. And it's a weird feeling. But just realize that this shit like I just we just reached 6000 today. So I'm kind of celebrating right now. Right. And I'm and the reason why. I say all this is because to come from only having like 1,000 um, just a year ago, just the 1,000 just a year ago to 5,000 over one year, I mean, God, you know, you know, I just, I only hope in a way that it grows, but I don't, I don't really care for it to blow up, but I do want an audience, right? Um, and I don't say this in a sense, like in a narcissistic way, but if I'm podcasting, I'm looking for people to listen. You guys understand that, right? Like this isn't grifting. It's about, you know, kind of experimenting in a way with certain talking points and kind of taking risk. Like, honestly, going political was taking a risk. I could have just been one of those people that say, oh, I'm not political, but secretly be a supporter of Trump. I ain't doing that. I fuck with Trump. Let y'all niggas know. I'm going to tell y'all niggas that straight up. I fuck with Trump. But I don't... I don't look at it as... It's not a fashion statement. It's almost like I said about being woke isn't a fashion statement. Being a Trump supporter is not a fashion statement. Um, It's the popular thing... Because it's unpopular in a sense. It's popular to those who know and it's unpopular for most who don't, right? So for me to go political and me to go all the way without really no political affiliations, (coughs) sort of the black sheep, you know, literally, 
<coughs> and figuratively, uh, in a sense, where like I'm I'm the one that's like stepping out. You know, I'm the one that's taking the risk. You know what I mean? Um, whether the risk is worth the reward or not, you know, I'm willing to go out there and speak my mind freely. Without like, it's not that I'm aiming to like offend people because that's not really my thing. But you gotta ruffle some feathers, and the way I do it is more organic because I'm just telling y'all what it is. Motherfuckers gonna lie to y'all. They gonna tell you something that sounds good because it benefits them. This podcast financially does not benefit me, and I don't. It's like I said before, man, like I'm not I'm not one of those people that will say like if a company goes like, yo, you know, if I pick up enough enough traction and people go, hey, man, there's people that want to do business. All right, let's do business. I don't want money from the listeners. You, you dig? I don't I don't care about that. That's to me. That's stupid, especially a person like me who's who works a regular job. And I'm pretty sure. Everybody who's listening works a regular job. I don't need y'all money. I don't want y'all money. I want the corporation's money. You dig? I want the corporation's money. I don't want the... The working man's money. Negative. I'm a working man. Why would I want... Why would I want your money? I do what you do. I just speak about situations freely and I don't give a fuck about consequences. You dig? But yeah, man. It's a, it's a it's a it's a good day, man. Good day. Good night. It's uh 10:44. I'm acting like I don't got work tomorrow, but luckily for me, I don't really got to leave to go to work until 1:30. So if I want to be a little lazy cuz I'm not going to upload any of what I did tonight until tomorrow morning anyway. Plus, I've been pretty decent at instead of like, because like this is my fourth, this is like my fourth segment, technically. Like me uploading my shit now will kind of like, it will fuck me over, right? Because most people aren't going to be looking for podcasts at 1045 p.m. So what I do is I upload the shit, but I schedule uh, like I, I schedule the episode and the segments to be uploaded at like, like, say, 630 in the morning. So by the time I wake up, all I got to do is share the episodes that I that I've uh, scheduled on social media. Um, so I don't really I don't like I don't like um, in a lot of ways how people downplay podcasts. I really don't like that. And the reason why is because there is time, there is work, you know, there is dedication that's brought into it. You know, I just don't come on here and make shit up because it sounds good. I'm talking about, you know, experiences. I'm talking about the things that is going on from my perspective, you know, in our society on a social, political and sometimes on a racial level, but I don't play the race games in terms of the white man's the devil and all this shit. Unless you're talking about Joe Biden, that white man is the devil. All right. Um, I don't play the victimhood games. 
I'm not a BLM supporter. I'm a supporter of blacks. I'm a supporter of American blacks who's, you know, trying to prosper and, you know, not be a stereotype. That's what I care about in terms of so-called my people. But as a nationalist, uh, I, I really put myself out there for the American people. That may sound cheesy to some people, but it's risky for a black person to say this because I don't give a fuck about what race you are. Um, I care about your political affiliations. Yeah, I'm biased. I tell people I'm a separatist politically. I'm a political separatist. I don't I don't want to be around many liberals and I don't care to. Um, I'm not saying that I personally hate these people. I may say I hate them. You know, at, at, at a you know in a heated debate or a heated moment, but I don't really hate anybody. I just strongly disagree with them, and just for my sanity and for my peace of mind, it would just be better if I don't deal with them. I also feel like this towards modern women. Um, legit, I don't. I I rather not be around most modern women. They're attractive, but that's as far as it gets. In terms of like, oh well, what what is this woman? What is she talking about? What's what's her conversational value? Niggas ain't bitches ain't talking about shit like that. She just ain't. And it's all theater. Like a bitch start talking about some lovey dovey shit. It's all like theatrical. Like get out of here. Even like Leslie Jones, right? And this is the last thing I'm going to say about her, and I'm done. With Leslie Jones, she didn't even articulate herself in a way that she would be taken serious. But anyway, she's 56 years old. She's six foot tall. She's shaped like a goddamn linebacker or a WNBA player. She ain't cute. It's just not going to work for her, man. She should be grateful. She should be thanking the Lord above or probably Satan below because these bitches are all fucking soulless in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. May God have mercy on all our souls, but especially that bitch. You dig? People will say, are you trolling when you talk about God or are you trolling about the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit? I say no. I don't troll on God. I don't troll. Not when we talking about the Heavenly Father. I don't troll. People go, well, damn, we didn't know you were religious. Correction. I'm not religious. Correction. Negative. I am spiritual. I believe in God. I believe, but I also believe that if a person has their beliefs in their God, why the fuck should I bother them? If a person is living upright and if a person is righteous, then a a person is righteous. It may not be, and it's the problem with religion, it may not be righteous to what you believe and what your book is, but that person never harm anybody. Uh, A person can help somebody, whether they're Jewish, whether they're Christian, whether they're Muslim or Islamic. The problem is we don't we don't see things that way. We we in America, I mean, because either you're a Christian or you're an atheist, 
most of the time in this country. Oh, man, God, that's a stupid concept. All right. Do you do the flag salute? Do you pledge allegiance? One nation under who? Yeah, go fuck your mother, nigga. I don't give a fuck about these dumbass atheist people. I don't give a fuck about these niggas like that. Well, you don't sound like a god. You don't sound like a a Christian. Bitch, I ain't no fucking Christian, nigga. Fuck you talking about? Correction. I'm not a Christian. I'm not religious. I believe in God. That don't mean I got to be fucking nice to every fucking body. That don't mean that I got to be some fucking pushover. I don't know what type of drugs these niggas is on. They on designer drugs. They on drugs. They got fucking, um, they got emojis and shit on the pills. Like, what the fuck are y'all doing? Oh, he's not a man of God. I don't give a fuck. What the fuck you think of me, bitch? And that goes to any soul out there. I don't give a fuck what y'all think of me outside of what I'm talking about on the podcast. This ain't like a buddy-buddy type of thing. You dig? Like, sometimes you just got to be raw. And sometimes you just got to be unapologetic. Because so many people are weak. And so many people want to be like, oh, we don't want to hurt these people. We want to be sensitive. And Oh, don't talk about the gays. Don't talk about the blacks. They're sensitive. Everybody's sensitive. Everybody's being sissies. Let's stop it. Let's get back to the old days where motherfuckers can talk about whatever the fuck they really want to talk about because motherfuckers aren't really crashing out like that. Even back in the day, niggas weren't really crashing out and just saying outright offensive shit just wasn't happening. But there was there was a lenient there, there was leniency is a leniency. I'm black. I don't know that fucking word there. People weren't people weren't uptight about the shit. There was some wiggle room for you to say something that was a little offensive. But most people that even got offended, they like, man, we don't give a shit like that. We don't want to see the man lose his job. Not today. Talked about the shit before, how the safe zones and safe speech and all this other flimsy faggot shit ruin comedy, ruin entertainment. can't laugh anymore without offending somebody. That's where we're at. And that's just in the entertainment side of things. Country's in shambles. Niggas know that already. Y'all know who I vote for. I ain't a Republican or nothing but shit. For Trump, yeah, I'll go Republican. Fuck it, I'll flip. I'm not a Democrat at all. So people say, well, if you're not a if you're not Republican, if you're not a Democrat, <clears throat> and if you don't really consider yourself independent party-wise, then what are you? Nigga, I'm me. Fuck that. That's what I am. A lot of these people, not all of them, but a, a noteworthy amount of people, they let politics run their lives. I just have an opinion. When I'm done with this podcast, <clears throat> I'm going to go in the house because I just bought and downloaded uh, GTA 4 just because I wanted to play it again on the Xbox One. And I downloaded um, The Lost and the Damned, 
When I'm done talking about the shit I talk about, do you think I think about this shit 24-7? No. I go in the house. I play Xbox One. I smoke a little reefer. What the? I ease my mind. I meditate. I don't trip over this shit. But sometimes I got to go in. And some of y'all niggas be thinking like, yo, this nigga's crazy. Like, yeah, I go in. I crash out. That's why... I bring up niggas that crash out because I've been in those positions. I've crashed out before. Through the grace of God, I'm still here. And I don't mean crash out behind the wheel, but I mean crash out in life. Near-death experiences, a lot of crazy, shaky shit, you dig? Now, I'm no street gladiator, but I've been through a few things. (laughs) I I ain't no fucking street... I ain't... I ain't gang gang. I ain't squad. I ain't none of that shit. Nigga, I'm me. Nigga. And that what makes me better than most of y'all. That's true. If I'm unapologetically me, with how people feel about me, they can take it or leave it. I'm not tripping. Most people that that we deal with outside of family are usually temporary to begin with, but most people don't want to think like that. Some people just don't want to think at all, actually. If I'm being perfectly honest with you. Some people are just stuck on stupid. They don't got shit, they never gonna have shit, but they always talking about the next man's shit. And what you eat don't make me shit, so I'm not really concerned about you. If you don't got a problem with me, I don't got a problem with you. And you don't got to support me. I want to see most of the people that are around me succeed just so they can see a better life. Just so they can see because niggas don't see anything other than where they live. Shit is sad. Shit is sad, man. I'm 35. I got friends that didn't make it to 21. I'm going to say that again. So somebody out there who can relate, they can relate. I'm 35 years old. All right, I'm 35. I have friends. They didn't make it to 21. They didn't make the cut. They didn't make the cut. And you know why? Because they was too fucking reckless. Niggas like me would be the one person that will talk a nigga off that bridge. Like, I'll talk a nigga off that ledge, you dig? Like, talk a nigga down that chair. Like, that's that's the type of nigga I am. Like, genuinely. I try to tell these niggas, like, yo, man. You ain't going in the right direction, dog. Like, and I'm only saying that because I fuck with you. I know all these other niggas that deal with you. They don't give a fuck about you like that. They want to see you crash out. And I'm not talking about no comedy crash out. I'm talking about they want to see you dead and gone. They don't give a fuck about you. I try telling these niggas, man. Nah, I'm good, bro. I'm Gucci. I'm straight. Yeah, yeah. They gone. They dead. Rest in peace. I got a few. I got, I got a few of them. They not here today. 
The only grateful thing that I can say is I'm glad that they didn't leave any children. They didn't do none of that shit. They crashed out by their goddamn self. That's the best way to crash out. The men like me, I'm dangerous. I don't give a fuck. I don't I don't got nothing to lose. I got this I got this little thing I'm working on. I got this job that I'm working on. But I'm not going home to a bitch. I'm not going home to kids. I'll crash out. I don't give a shit. But I have enough sense to know when and where to do such things. Some of the people I grew up with, they didn't get that concept. And even if they even if some of these people didn't get locked up that night or some of them people didn't get shot that night or whatever the situation was with the people I'm talking about. They didn't have a chill. So even if that situation didn't end up bad for them, then it would end up bad for them somewhere down the road. And I'm saying this with I'm saying this as a person with true consideration. When you try to tell a person only from your experiences, only from what you've been through to somebody who's never been through it, but currently going through it, they'll never get the concept. You'll be lucky if you reach out to a person and they actually listen right away. Like, damn, what he's saying makes sense. I got to put this in consideration. You got niggas with kids willing to crash out. So you know they ain't shit. They don't give a fuck about life. You willing to crash out, go to jail, get killed with a family at home? Yeah, bro, I can't respect you. And that's to any man. I can't respect you. Because see, you the, you the guy that the bitches compare all of us to. I'm going to say that again. I'm going to say that again. These fucking bitches, right, that sit around and talk about niggas ain't shit, they looking at the Pookies, the Ray Rays, like these funky-ass niggas out here. They locked up. They got football numbers. They never coming out, but they got three or four kids hungry. And that's his fault. Yeah, the bitch opened her legs, but that man, that's that's his fault, nigga. Fuck that. And these niggas always, we always compare it to bumps, especially black men. We always compare it to either a street nigga or we're compared to a bum because we're not a street nigga. There's no middle ground. That's why I tell niggas, stop dealing with these funky hoes and go get these other bitches out here. Whatever you can get. Get you an Indian bitch, an Asian bitch, a white bitch. There's many flavors out here, kid. <laughs> Nobody's putting a gun to your head. You got to deal with a black queen, brother. You got to deal with a black queen, king. You can't be out here creating mixed babies and mongoloids. Like, nah, stop it. We ain't tripping off that. I got, I got in-laws. I got in-law, Dominican in-law, Italian in-law, part Dominican uh, nieces and nephews, part Italian nephew. I ain't tripping. You tell these other funky pro-black dusty niggas, go somewhere else. And I'm not fucking going back and forth with these niggas. I'll pull up on these niggas. And I'm not, I'm not fucking playing. I'm pull, I'll pull up on these niggas. Oh, this nigga's cooning. Yeah, where this nigga located at? Let's take a trip. Fuck out of here. 
and I record it, bitch. Get the fuck out of my face, nigga. Go listen to those other red, black, and green weirdos, nigga. Fuck out of here. Umar Johnson is somewhere. He released something. Go listen, go listen to him. All these consciousness niggas. Go listen to them. This ain't this ain't that type of party. I tell niggas that real quick. Like I said, that's why with black folks, it's fucked up because these conversations can never be had with black folks like that. Although I've had similar conversations with black people, but it was more in a personal setting. Where it was like, there's nobody else there to hype up bullshit. I'm just giving you what it is and how it is. And you can agree with it or disagree with it. Doesn't make it break doesn't make or break me either way. Especially if a person's just disagreeing and they got nothing to back it up. These niggas are stupid. I'm sick of this shit. Be feeling like an alien sometimes. Like niggas be I'll be like only nigga out here that be really concerned about shit. Like seriously, I'm like, yo, what the fuck's wrong with niggas? Niggas ain't informed about nothing. Only street shit, bullshit, and they not even getting the bag off of the shit. Niggas is struggling in the hood, and the only thing they care about is the hood. Hood don't give a fuck about them. And y'all niggas got to realize something, man. I'm speaking as a black man. Like, I'm not speaking as no coon. I'm not cooning or nothing, nigga. We can... We can get busy, bitch. I'm not being disrespected by none of you uneducated niggas. And that's on God. I put that on life, nigga. Fuck that. Niggas ain't sunning me. Niggas ain't doing none of that shit, man. Niggas ain't doing none of that shit, bro. I'm not letting it happen. Not allowing it. You dig? Because these people are fucking... You know, these people are cowards, man. (coughs) Realistically, they cowards because... Even the people that want to speak up and talk about the shit the way that I'm talking about it, they they don't have the heart to do it. God ain't with them like that. God ain't with them. They too busy being with the crowd to even understand what I'm saying. God ain't with them. So they don't move with a level of confidence. They don't move with a level of assurance like, like, yeah, I'm straight. Whatever happens to me, I'm good. I don't give a fuck. And I'm willing to crash out. I'm willing to crash out for a cause, though. These niggas is tripping over gang colors and shit in neighborhoods. Nigga, what the fuck I look like? 35 years old, nigga. You better take that shit to take that shit down the street or something, nigga. I ain't with that shit. And I ain't getting punked by none of these niggas either. We not playing that shit. We go out here and play laser tag, nigga. I'll leave it at that. Y'all niggas want to play laser tag. We play laser tag. But y'all ain't. Nah. Mm-mm. Mm. I'm only saying this because I'm seeing how these other niggas get punked. They conservatives, so-called conservatives. They let these niggas bully them online. I ain't with that shit. We can meet somewhere, nigga. Fuck that. They, they let these niggas, yo, these niggas get bullied. <laughs> they getting gang stalked. Like, God damn, I never even heard of the term until like like a fucking week ago. Like, gang stalk? That sounds like some weird porno shit. Gang stalked? Yeah, that's crazy, my nigga. And they punking them. They punking it. They punking these black men. 
And they conservatives, so they taught, oh, well, we're going to turn the other cheek. Nigga, this is Martin Luther King days is over. That nigga's gone. That nigga's dead and gone. You feel me? I'm telling y'all. That nigga's dead and gone, Martin Luther King. All, all respect to him. He's dead and gone, man. I ain't with that turn the other cheek shit, dude. Like, that's, that's just corny to me. It really is. Because... It's like what it's almost like when it comes to conservatives, what can y'all do? Because if you speak out the way that I speak out on a public public level, like I ain't reaching 10,000 people, but it would be a problem if I reached that point. They would have canceled me already. People would can't I would I would have been canceled. People would have tried to dox me. People would have tried to find out where I work. People would try to find out who my exes were. They would have did everything. The reason why I'm not in that position and I don't want to be in that position because I'll really go to war with these people. I'll really crash out. I'll really go to war with these people. And I'm not, you know, I'm not Hollywood Hulk Hogan. I'm not Brock Lesnar, you know. I'm not Lex Luger. I'm not out here flexing like that. I'm really just a regular nigga, but I ain't letting none of y'all niggas step on my shit. Just And this is just a warning just in the future. Like, I'm not letting niggas step on none of my shit. Anybody that, that, that try to do any fraudulent shit with me or to me or around me or to any of my friends, it's, it's up. Fuck y'all niggas. And that's the... Future enemies, past enemies, I don't let shit go. I just haven't I haven't confronted niggas because I've just been too busy making money and really not even flying that that direction. You know what I'm saying? They way they far left politically and metaphysically. I'm straightening up and flying right. Why would I want to go far left to deal with these niggas? These are bums. Pure distraction. Niggas ain't about shit. You dig? It's no point. So like I said, that's why that's why I don't fuck with people. I don't fuck with people. And in a sense that in, in both ways, like I don't fuck with people, meaning I don't I don't put myself out there just to attack people personally. Like I don't attack a person, I don't attack a specific person. I don't attack even a specific group of people. But I also don't fuck with people, meaning I'm not I'm not really chilling and sitting down with nobody. I've been by myself in the dinner table. I've been breaking bread on my own. So my thing is, you know, in a metaphysical, in a meta sense, people will have to come with their own shit if they want to eat at my table. So I work for my shit. And I didn't I didn't sit back and bitch and complain to get what I get. I wasn't a diversity hire. I was hired for my skills. I have the calluses to prove it. You dig? I don't play the victimhood shit. That's why I stand so opposite to the left. Nigga, I'm making this shit revolutionary. Nigga, the revolution is on the right. It ain't on the left. 
The left been gone. The revolution now is on the right. And I'm their worst enemy because I'm the last person that they would expect to carry that. And I'm not just this stereotypical, uneducated Negro. I got shit to back up what I talk about. I'm a problem to these people. The liberals who want to place you as a black in a box. What box is that? Oh, you're just a minority. You're just a victim. Right? They want to place you in that box. Because that benefits them. That gives them the God complex. That gives them the supremacy complex. Now, notice I didn't say white supremacy complex. That's different. If a, if a white person could tell you who's a racist, or if a white person can tell you as a black person who's best for you, and don't give you the room to make your own decisions and have your own beliefs, or even, God forbid, disagree with them, they're the ones who control you. Those are your masters. Pick that cotton. Don't worry about me. Go back to your Democratic plantation. Pick that electronic cotton. You dig? And, you know, try to straighten up and fly right. But y'all niggas is too far left. So it's over for y'all. Trump gonna win. Y'all niggas gonna black out. I can't wait. Nigga. Trump gonna win. We already know that shit. Now I'm just, now I'm trolling. Now I'm just personally trolling. I just want to piss people off. Oh, yeah, Trump going win. <laughs> I'm going to just start saying that shit publicly and see how people react. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you know, Trump winning, so I ain't tripping. You know what I mean? As long as this pedophile is out of office. Yeah, I'm out of pocket. Fuck him. I'm out of pocket. Fuck it. Stand on my say too. Fuck that shit. I'm sick of these niggas. Biden is the worst. Can we talk about that for a second before I wrap this up officially? Biden's the worst president ever. Y'all know that, right? We're not going to act like this shit is not what it is. You do know Biden is the worst president, right? All you Trump hating motherfuckers, right? Just relax for a second. Let me explain something. Economy economy, gas prices, unemployment, things like this, three categories. The last president, economy, the end. Unemployment, lowest unemployment for blacks, lowest unemployment for Hispanics, lowest unemployment for Asians, the end, all right? Gas prices, get the fuck out of here. Under Trump, do y'all remember paying any high gas prices under Trump? I thought so. Get the fuck out of here. Biden. Okay. Economy. Bidenomics. The inflation. The inflation right now. Crucial. The cost of eggs. Crucial. Cost of gas. Crucial. Employment. What? What? Huh? Stop. 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 This is why I don't like Democrats. 
because of people like Obama, I'm going to tell you straight up, Obama, Bill Clinton, and Joe Biden is pretty much the decline of the Democratic Party. I'm going to say that again. Bill Clinton was the beginning of the end. The crime bill, 1994, incarcerated the most black men under any presidential uh, term in history. Look up the stats, cocksuckers. Look up the fucking stats and then come back. Look up the stats first and then come back. Crime bill, 1994. Clinton administration. Joe Biden participated in that, incarcerated the most black men. But let's forget that they're Democrats for a second. Obama came in. Oh, well, you know, Obama's here. So the blacks, we, we're we going to be like the Jeffersons. We're going to come up. No, it didn't happen. <laughs> like, no, that didn't work out. Niggas didn't get shit. Niggas got poor, got more unemployed, more unemployed than the, 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 more unemployed. Make that make sense. Obama cared more about the gay community than the black community. That's a goddamn fact. I'll fist fight over that. Get the fuck out of my face. Get the fuck out. And this is why I have a problem. Like y'all black, you black people aren't really political like that. And I remember I have to remind myself this. Anytime I hear these stupid ass celebrities talk about who's in office and what's going on in the country. You getting out of fucking planes, airplanes, going to your big houses. Go fuck your mother, nigga. Give a fuck about what you think about what's going on in the world, nigga. Keep cashing checks and keep doing acts. Keep getting paid, nigga. That's all y'all celebrities are good for. And I fucking mean that shit too, man. And I said this before. I don't worship these celebrities. I don't participate in idolatry. That's a fucking sin, my nigga. Like, that's a mortal fucking sin. You put something who's on planet Earth, breathing like you, moving like you, above God, you're a wicked motherfucker. And a lot of you niggas pedestalize pussy over God. That's why I hear a lot of these pro-blacks, they say the black woman is God. You niggas are stuck on stupid. And may God have mercy on your soul. Fuck that shit. I I think y'all niggas is burnt out. But I wish y'all the best. What can I say? <laughs> like, what else? Like, seriously, what can I say? It be the men. And this is, I swear, this is my final thought. It be the men with morals. It be the men with morals that will usually get the short end of the stick. If you have morals, for you to have morals as a man is like a woman's expectations. It's unacceptable to women. Just like how these bitches' unrealistic expectations is unacceptable to me and a lot of men. Women feel the same way about a man with morals. Like, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm not doing this. I'm not wearing that. I'm not. Fuck that. 
A man with morals is always the guy who gets the short end of the stick. Now, a man with morals can be defined in a lot of ways. The morals that I mean is like an honest character in a sense or honest characteristics where it's like a person is genuinely loyal to who he cares about. That becomes a man's weakness because when a woman figures that out or if she's already dealt with a man similar, you will just be a offspring of that. You will always be compared to what she has had in the past. This is why God was right about virginity and why virginity is important. God knew that when a hoe goes out more than three or four times looking for dick, that bitch is a hoe, my nigga. That's a fact. She's a harlot. How about that, nigga? I'll get biblical. She's a harlot. She's a strumpet, nigga. Fuck out of here. That's a fact. It makes sense. Like I said, I'm not religious. But the concept of virginity and even the concept of marriage, a woman keeping her virginity until marriage, it makes sense. That's the reason why guys were committed in marriages. How is that? How is that mind blowing? But it really is mind blowing. But if you think about it, it isn't. It's just people are so fucking stupid and bitches are so busy turning up and just hopping from dick to dick. There is no concept. There is no construct left. Men, go your own way to the men out there, you know, who's already in relationships. Do your thing. You know, stay aware. You know what I mean? Be aware at all times. Be accountable. Make sure the woman that you're with is accountable. You know what I mean? Make sure she's not problematic. Make sure you're pragmatic. With all that being said, Jersey Judah with another episode, another edition of the Crimson Capsule Chapel. Signing out. Peace.